You're listening to The BizCast on the C-Suite Network. Welcome to The BizCast. You work hard in your business and you want to know what it takes to get to the next level. The BizCast is where we interview best-selling business authors, thought leaders, and C-Suite executives to bring you an inside look at what it takes to succeed in business today. Whether you're the leader of a Fortune 100 company or your company is just taking off, what you're about to hear will help you take your business to the next level. I'm your host, Kevin Crane. Welcome to the show. I'm so pleased to welcome Angela Preston to the show. Angela is the author of Opening Doors, a true life story of growing up in a poor family with a dream and self-belief that one day she would achieve her goals. And even through the trial of having a near-death experience, Angela persevered and remained focused on her goals and how she's going to achieve them. Angela, welcome to the show. You have quite a story. Can you tell us more about how you were able to overcome such adversity growing up? Yes, it is quite a story. And the near-death experience, what you have actually just mentioned, uh, that was a real turning point in my life. Growing up, although it was very difficult, we still had more good memories than bad. And we still had a lot more than a lot of families where we grew up. So for me, I appreciated the fact that we, we did have each other and we had a strong family bond. We had parents, you know, although we were very, we had very little in material, material things. We had a lot of encouragement and support from our parents and had a lot of belief in ourselves to achieve what we wanted to when we grew up. So for me, having that confidence within myself that came from my parents, although it was difficult to not have some things that we would have liked to have had, knowing that one day our lives would improve is what kept me going. I had a very, very vivid imagination and I used to look forward to every Saturday and Sunday. I'm a a huge Liverpool fan and every Saturday I'd watch Match of the Day and the the day's highlights and I used to listen to um, the music off Match of the Day and I used to imagine myself, believe this or not, Kevin, walking down the aisle to the music of Match of the Day. I don't think my husband was, would have been very happy with the thoughts <laughs> of that. And then Sunday, I'd look forward to watching Black Beauty. Now, I'm, I'm not sure whether anyone in America would know about Black Beauty. It was a horse that run freely through the fields. It was a, a programme, a British programme. And I imagined myself growing up and galloping freely through the, through the field, you know, one day when I grew up, that achieving the goals that I'd always wanted to achieve. And living the life that I'd been put on this earth for. So it was very difficult, but all five, I've got five sisters and because of the upbringing we had, we've all done extremely well. You know, five of us own our own companies and one's a teacher. So for us growing up with little, we knew that one day it would get better because of the foundation in which we were growing on. Do you think that because you were born in, to poverty and growing up with very little money. Is that what pushed you to succeed or was it an underlying desire to be successful that motivated you? I think for me, it was a little bit of both. When you've gone without so much for so long, it's just that survival instinct that kicks in and it just keeps you focused on the end result. I also, I always, from a little child, because I grew up very poor, I always had this taught in my head that my children would never struggle growing up and they would always have the best simply because although our parents had done what they could for us we did go out 
without an awful lot. Mm. So for me, mm. I wanted to make sure that my children grew up with the things that I didn't. So yes, it it would it was a little bit of that, but it was also to continually push myself to step out of my comfort zone and teach my own children that you can achieve anything in life as long as you're focused and you're driven. This was pro- that was probably the biggest factor rather than earning a good salary. Money can bring a lot of things, but I believe in a fulfilment is what drives you to to be successful as a person. And that was probably the biggest factor in my life for success. You also say in your book that you became unwell due to the hours that you were working, sometimes 70 hours a week. Do you feel that it was necessary to work those hours or was this you pushing yourself to be the best, again, continually improving? Again, this falls into both categories, I think. Um, The company in which I was employed at the time, it never made it easy for you to work a normal 39 hours a week. It was impossible, really, to complete the tasks in that time. So for me, I had no choice but to work extra to ensure everything was complete, you know, even if that meant working 70 hours for a week. But at the same time, they didn't really, as a company, they didn't really need to push pressure on me to succeed because of the expectations I set myself. I did this really well, you know, to make sure I succeeded. I always wanted to achieve and continue, continually, still to this day and probably for the rest of my life, continually look for ways to improve on where I've been. And I was just continually wanting to improve whatever branch I was in and take it to the top. So really speaking, I had to work them hours some weeks, but some weeks I would just do extra to ensure I was always ahead of the game to get the results that I wanted. Well, that can take its toll. I know you talk about family life in your book and about losing that valuable family time. How important is family time? And with our busy schedules, how do we balance it? Family time for me has always been my number one priority. Even growing up very with very little, we had a stable home, which made all the difference to myself and my five sisters. As I said earlier, we've all done extremely well in our careers, and I really do put this down to the upbringing that we had that was provided with for us each and every day. Even though we didn't have much, we were always encouraged and supported in our chosen paths, and this is something I've always always provided for all three three of my sons who again have done really well in their chosen careers how did I balance it out as a mum you know I ensured I every night when I came in from work I sat down and had dinner with my husband and my children and we spoke about our day as a family what we had achieved in the day and also what had been hard and difficult for us for that day and we would talk through it as a family and discuss what we could have done better or what we could have done differently to to ensure the day went a little bit easier. Friday evenings was always family movie night for, for my husband and myself and our three children. That was our special bonding time as a family. And then Sunday was mine and my husband's time. We would go out and we'd have our day together. When this started to get compromised, that's when I decided to leave the company because I was having to work every single weekend. My, you know, they're saying you you work, live to work. I was working to live. And when it was compromising my family time, no matter how much money I was earning, 
family was more important and I decided to walk away. I, I do believe that you can balance both because I did balance it for quite a long time. And now that I've gone into my own business and I've started my own company, I fit my company around my family life and, and it works quite well in both private and career-wise. I'm speaking with Angela Preston. Her new book is Opening Doors. Get it at the C-Suite Book Club at c-suitebookclub.com. It's time for a quick break, but when we get back, we'll talk some more. Over 3.2 million new book titles are published every year. What are you doing to help your book rise to the top? Submit your book to become part of the C-Suite Book Club, the premier source of leading business books for C-Suite leaders, executives, and celebrities. Visit csuitebookclub.com slash author to submit your book today. That's c-suitebookclub.com slash author. You're listening to The BizCast with Kevin Crane on C-Suite Radio. Welcome back. We're with Angela Preston. Her book is Opening Doors. Angela, in your book you say that from a very early age, you set goals for yourself and you still use the same or similar methods to this day. Do you think we have to learn goal setting at an early age or can it be taught? Yes, I, I did uh, set goals from a very early age, Kevin. I, I think my first recollection, although I didn't really know her at the time, it was goal setting, was from around three. My sister taught me how to tell the time and she'd sit me on her knee and teach me, you know, wh- wh- what was the big hand and what was the small hand in terms of ch- child talk. And the following day, I would have to recite what she had taught me. So what I would do, I would take the clock. It was a a big clock and I'd take it to bed each night and I'd teach myself ready for the next day when I would sit with her. When, as that continued right throughout my life, whenever I wanted to achieve something, I did exactly the same thing. You know, I put any uh, them same ways in place for me to achieve what I wanted to achieve. And... When I'd want to accomplish a goal, I'd just, as I said earlier, I'd picture myself actually doing whatever I wanted to achieve. As with Black Beauty galloping through the fields, you know, them pictures have always stayed vivid in my mind to keep me going. And I'd be determined to do that. When I wrote Opening Doors, I gave myself a time limit of finishing the book within one year. I started writing the book July 2014 and it was published published 2015. And this was through regularly writing down what I wanted to achieve and how I was going to accomplish it. And who could help me? Because it's really important that we know how, when, who, and what we want also. Because if we're going to accomplish our goals, we need to answer every one of them questions. And that's what I have continued to do. And the book was published within the year that I'd set myself. So it is really important that we do regularly set the goals and we know what it is that we want to achieve. So how do I do it? A lot of people work a a nine to five job and they do a similar routine every day. Um, And it's easy to get stuck in a rut. (laughs) How can goal setting be of use and how do we use goal setting to sort of bring that level of success or that excitement to our to our professional and our personal lives? Well, when I worked in the corporate world, um, this the, the, the goal setting is what brought me to success. It, it's what made me stand out from the rest. You know, my last branch that I worked in, 
uh, I actually completely threw myself off mark really because I always knew what I was good at and what I'm not so good at and the last branch I took from the bottom of the company which was 265 in the company to number one in an eight-week period and I achieved this by setting the same goal methods each time I went into a new branch I'd look at what my end goal would be because it's important if we know what our end goal is we can then work through how we're going to get there so I'd always look at what I wanted the end goal to be then I would set about planning how it could be achieved and what I had to do to take me closer to that goal on a daily basis the key for me to making goal setting work for you is to never give up even if what you do you are doing at the time is not working or getting you the results that you want you just have to keep looking for new ways to make it work you have to always be open-minded by keeping an open mind you're open to new ways of working new new challenges that might come up you, you sort of have an idea of what to put in place to overcome them challenges for me i never ever change my destination i just maybe need to take a different path that i'm currently working on at that time it will benefit people in more ways than they can ever imagine the the old saying is you know if if you do something for 21 days, you, it then becomes a habit. Whether that is good or bad, if you continuously break down your goals into little chunks, this becomes normal routine for you. And this will then become part of your daily rituals, ensuring you're regularly achieving what you set out to do on a regular basis. That's Angela Preston. Her book is Opening Doors. Get your copy at the C-Suite Book Club at c-suitebookclub.com. Angela, thanks a lot for being my guest today. Thank you so much, Kevin. That'll do it for this episode of the BizCast. Join me next time when we continue to talk to business authors, thought leaders, and C-Suite executives to bring you an inside look at what it takes to succeed in business today. Don't forget to visit the C-Suite Book Club at c-suitebookclub.com. Great books by great business authors. Only the best at the C-Suite Book Club. And if you like what we do here at the BizCast, don't be shy. Give us a shout-out on social media or leave a review on iTunes. Meanwhile, until next time, I'm your host, Kevin Crane, for the C-Suite Network. Thanks for listening. Brought to you by the C-Suite Network c-suitenetwork.com This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>